detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Fans, when you say someone is a woman after your own heart, she's on the screen today. And it is important to offer our platform to educate our veterans live about dreaming, about creative resiliency solutions and finding your purpose. And for us during Women's History Month, we found it through the ground breaking military careers that we both have served. As a U.S. Marine host, I would love to introduce you to America's favorite doctor. Now we're going to learn today on tonight's coveted show about the compassion, the empathy, and the dedication that Dr. Laura Purdy brings to the table. It is late where she is, but she's committed to bringing her voice to today's show to share with us about advancements in telehealth and how you can save time and money to get holistic treatment to actually be whole and healthy to realize your dreams. So without further ado, let's hear some highlights from her bio because she's accomplished so very much as a mompreneur and also as a doctor licensed in all 50 states. We're gonna start with her amazing United States Army service and we're going to salute her formally and say happy National Doctors Day to the one and only <laughs> Laura Purdy. Now, when I met Laura Purdy, it was on a red carpet. She was in a beautiful blue gown and she was performing as a judge in the very first 2023 Mr. and Ms. Military Pageant and her company, Purdy, the beautiful logo, donned the red carpet and then she served as a judge. Laura, Dr. Purdy, welcome to the show. Oh, Christina, thank you so much for having me. That was such a sweet, heartfelt introduction. And I genuinely am honored to be here. So thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much. Your team is well-oiled. And with all of your busy schedulings, you have an amazing following on Instagram. And I look forward to hearing your podcast and so many health updates and the courage to use telemedicine, aka telehealth, and to know that your consulting actually helps other physicians in the industry branch out and bring that to the forefront by your consulting services and your empowerment. How do you feel about that today? Oh, goodness. I Well, I would say it feels wonderful because every role that I serve, I, I think about it in terms of how I'm serving, right? What I'm doing for other people, what I'm able to give and what I'm able to um, you know, do for them. And so it's really sweet, it's very wonderful. And it's an honor to get to serve in all of these roles because I'm powering them to do whatever it is they're going to do in their business or in their practice or in their company. Yes, as a family medical physician, you have that goal to serve the entire unit of a family and healing, especially with your military background, it helps one family member to be whole and it's a trickle down effect where everyone will start to figure out how to utilize the tips that you're sharing on Instagram on your at America's Favorite Doctor page. I'm so very honored to meet you. We don't know each other, but one thing I do know is that women in arms have a natural bloodline bloodline and connection that cannot be broken. And you kept your word and you came on the show and it's only been three weeks since I met your countenance. And I just wanna say thank you, ma'am, for your US Army service 
14 years of solid service with accolades of serving as a combat nurse, going even where there was danger, you served and you're actually a mom with a family and also higher aspirations to bring new advanced technologies in medicine to the forefront. How can you even begin to tell me how you made it to Fort Sam Houston and served in our <laughs> army? Just a couple <laughs> of stories in a half hour show, ma'am, to shock the world. <laughs> How did I make it to Fort Sam? You know, I actually remember being at Fort Sam. And while I was at Fort Sam asking myself, how did I make it to Fort Sam? I mean, that's, <laughs> but practically speaking. Um, so, you know, I kind of jokingly tell people that medicine was my backup career, but actually that's true. I was a musician. I was a professional accompanist and that was my first, yeah, it was my, that was my first job. And I tell people that music broke my heart. I just had an instance where, you know, in the military we have values, right? Of how to treat people and what yes. sort of ethics. And I was more aligned with those ethics and um, the people that I was dealing with in the music industry did not have those ethics. And so I walked away. Mm -hmm. And when I walked away from the performance music industry, my dad said, why don't you go be a, a nurse? And I said, sure. Mm -hmm. And then started, um, you know, started shadowing and said, actually, I think I'd rather be a doctor. And then this was in the early 2000s. So the war was everywhere. I mean, you know, yes. yellow ribbons everywhere and news coverage of war. You remember 2000, yes, of course I do. Three, four, five, six, seven, you know, before the surge and it was everywhere. And, and so in my mind at that time, there was really no question about what the next step was. So I said, I'm yes. going to be a doctor. I'd like to do it in the military. I applied and and I wound up at Fort Sam. <laughs> Believe it or not, Dr. Laura Purdy, I went to Fort Sam Houston with the LA Recruiting Battalion. The Army is outstanding. And I went there with the amazing team in LA just a couple of years ago to see the actual training from start to finish, from the burn unit all yes. the way through the training in the actual ward, dragging that 200 pound weight across and then, you hill. know, flying a tourniquet. It's amazing. Well, since I'm a Marine, it didn't really shock me, but the amazing <laughs> interviews I got on, on right. set was to commend you for what you know, which you'll never, ever forget. But then you get to TV and film as MD Live. So your it's life like, is yeah. full circle. It's crazy, and but it's fun. Nashville, so you still have the heart of good music in your soul, right? Yes. Share with me something really incredible um, out of a female that impacted your life when you were serving in the Army. Oh, my goodness. Well. I will tell you, and if I may be so bold as to name drop her, um, if, if you don't mind if I use her name, but when mm -hmm. I was in residency, I had a, a, a woman um, teacher. Her name is Dr. Julie Hundermark. I think she's actually still in the military. She's probably oh a general or something at this point. Sure. But what I loved about her is um, the military is a very male dominated industry and so is healthcare. And when I saw her, she already had four children. And at the time I had none and now I have four, but at the time I had no kids. And what I loved about her is that she, even though she was in a uniform and she was in regulation and she was, you know, obeying the regs and doing everything she was supposed to do, she was still very feminine and she was still, um, motherly with those four kids and was so um loving and supportive to yeah. all of our class i think was like five or six women in it so it was the majority was women and 
I felt like she really set an example and gave us permission of how to still be that feminine energy and not have to assimilate all the way into those kind of masculine roles that we get expected to fill a lot as service members. Yes. And, um, I mean, she and she delivered my first baby, too. Oh, my goodness. Actually. And so I would say of, of all of the women in 14 years, she stands out far and above as as the most impactful. Most definitely. I know the Army set me up housing, health, employment and education wise to truly dream large because we know the strategies and the, the way to get a uh, timeline toward our mini goals into the major goals. So when you had deployed and started your family, how did you balance the changes of having a domesticated duty as well as being in a uniform and then deploying and coming back? Were those adjustments easy for you, hard for you? And how, how did you actually learn from that and implement those those techniques into your into your daily life? Yeah. Well, so you know what? I actually did not deploy. I didn't deploy because I had so many babies. Oh, um, by the time. Yeah. So by the time I finished residency, I was already 30 and I had already gone about halfway, not quite halfway through my term in service. So it was time for me to start having kids. And I started yeah. having babies because of that. I never <laughs> deployed, but I was in units that did deploy. I was the battalion surgeon for the 91st Civil Affairs Battalion, which was my first job out of residency. And being a staff officer is a lot like being an executive in the business world. Oh you goodness. learn about things like processes, procedures, um, you know, protocols, operations, running things, efficiency, executive leadership and management. And it was, I mean, hours were long, right? Yeah. I worked days, I worked nights, I worked um, 12 shifts. Sometimes it was, you know, 12 hour shifts. Sometimes it was longer. And then having to balance being pregnant, giving birth, maternity leave, going back, nannies, childcare, school events. Oh my it goodness. was, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it's not insurmountable. We just have to be, be willing to do it and understand that the child's life can still be excellent. Even if they have less time with you, they can have more quality time with you. And, um, it wasn't easy, <laughs> but it worked. The question, our very own America's Favorite Doctor, do you still love your Army Strong? Yeah, you absolutely. Right? <laughs> now, I am not Army Strong anymore. I don't do push-ups anymore. I don't do sit-ups yes. anymore. I don't run anymore. I, I hardly ever bigger. wear flat <laughs> shoes anymore, right? It's sure. Well, the secret is have a bunch of children. They eat all your food. That's... <laughs> That's excellent. So I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Congratulations, The Mompreneur. Your website is beautiful. You offer your services to everyone to go into one of the realms that the ages would not be comfortable with sharing their medical confidential careers on a video screen. So take me through how you develop your own unique niche market as a, a doctor that serves families. Well, it was an accident. It, it really was an accident. Because what we learn in the military, right, is like work hard, say yes as often as you can, be nice yes. to everybody, don't burn bridges, you know, be play nice. And yes. bringing those values into the business world, they're rare values. Not everybody has the same ethics that we may take for granted coming out of the uniform. And I, it, I, what happened was people wanted to work with me. 
people wanted to get to know me. I had a lot of word of mouth referrals. And after five or six years of growing these businesses, I had this massive network of people that I worked with, but no social media. Oh my goodness. Back then, no. <laughs> yeah. No social media. Cause you know, in the army, they also tell you like, if you get social media, you know, the, the bad guys will see it and, and uh, you'll, you'll break OPSEC. Right. So Correct. I had no social media. I had no, nothing at all like that. So a PR firm found me and said, you know, you have this big thing going on, but nobody can find you. You have no online presence. And did you know, this is the way we do things nowadays. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I said, uh, no, I didn't know that. But if you're telling me that that's a good business move from a marketing and strategy standpoint, then let's do it. And so I found people who that's their expertise is turning this thing that I already had into a brand to make it oh make sense goodness. and then present it to the public in a way um, because people were already searching for me. There was just no place to find me. And that's how it happened by, by accident. Wow. So consistently developing this relationship first started out, which as a military term, as a trusted agency with your friends, your comrades, and the word spread. Because without social media, it was about relationship brokering, using those relationships to actually serve, but your congeniality and your trust and then your actual wit in a male-dominated industry as a clinician, it just <laughs> won it over and turned it into a practice. So did you actually work at hospitals before you branched out and became a private practice? I did. So in the military, it was kind of interesting, but you know how it works. They put you in yes. the jobs that are available. Mm -hmm. And so even though I was family medicine, which is primary care, I was put into hospital jobs. So okay. all I did, you know, I did a little bit of outpatient, some battalion surgeon work, but mostly worked in the hospital. So when I got out of, of service, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go work in a hospital then. And then meanwhile, all this virtual care and the telemedicine and the primary yes. care clinic, which is virtual, they're growing. I'm still pulling hospital shifts every now and then. I see. actually just let that go. Last month um, no was kidding. my last hospital shift ever. And now I'm 100% virtual. Oh, congratulations. This is so exciting. Fans, we are talking with the legendary Dr. Laura Purdy, America's favorite doctor. She's talking about her U.S. Army service during a volatile time with several peacekeeping missions going on. And she's also talking about the transition of converting her U.S. Army service of the olden times when medicine was just in the Naval and Army and Marine Corps hospitals around the world into a state-of-the-art, social media-capable, enabled telehealth empire, where you can trust that your remedy, your treatments are confidential and face-to-face -face where the digital divide is currently trying to separate us. So Dr. Pretty, this is amazing because when you said the word brand, even though you're a doctor, you have to do many tasks to keep the brand working and firing on all cylinders. And that's a big job. So would you say that you'll miss the hospital or did it alleviate a monkey off your back so that you can actually become part of the new emerging technologies that we will be going forward toward and away from with the way hospitals used to run? Would you say yes? You're excited. I, you know, there's, there's definitely a part of me that mourns the closing of this chapter because oh. I, I acknowledge that 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 was my last time ever practicing in the brick and mortar. And so there's a little bit of grief that goes with that, yeah. I think, but like a healthy grief. And um, 
But after that, it's nothing but excitement. I am <laughs> thoroughly 100% excited for everything that's happening. But I would be lying if I said there's not a little bit of grief in there. Yes. What I really appreciate about you is that the military does protect our personas. And they taught us about OPSEC, which is actually a protection in the private sector where we stay confidentially under the rug with our doings and what is happening in social media is now necessary and authorized to a certain capacity. But now that you're free, you still have that knowledge on how to protect your image because you are a walking brand and you have your family as well, balancing and task switching and making sure that you're still being palatable and friendly to your clients. You have to be careful because social media has a lot of fakes on the internet. So you've got to set up safety and security. And you've done that, haven't you, in launching your new empire? Oh, yes. And honestly, it's not just me. I mean, I have people who know how to do this and they know what to do and they're coaching me behind the scenes. And if I do get something hurtful or scary online, they help me work through it and process it because it does happen. There's there's stuff that comes in that is scary and disturbing. But having people that do this for a living to say, okay, well, here's how you handle that. And here's how we interpret it and what to do. um, It's just invaluable. Yes, it's really great, too, because you're unleashed in, as a family physician to every topic on your show. So your bites on Instagram are so catchy. And I was looking at one, unfortunately, that said, how do you deal with menopause? And this is what you can do to get better sleep. <laughs> like, it's real life, though. It's real life. Yeah. People want to know how to get sleep. SVX. I mean, you know, this is right. really great. You have such a great um way to personify topics that we aren't talking about, especially mental health, that and it's important to do that. And when you characterize it and make it something fun and something great to learn about, and you're having, you know, your camera set up, it's truly invigor- invigorating. So tell us about some of the topics where you feel like you're really pushing the envelope in medicine and inviting everyone to know that their health is critical to take care of. Oh, goodness. Well, I would say that um, definitely reproductive health as it pertains to women and specifically as it pertains to the functions of pleasure. Okay. These are topics that that everybody wants to talk about, but nobody wants to talk about. But the (laughs) thing for me is that after being a doctor for 10 years, it's been about a decade, a little longer than Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And I hear the things that that people want to talk about. It's the same stuff over and over again. And I'm, I'm not afraid to talk about body parts and what they're for and what they do and what their functions are and why they exist. And so I love finding where the taboos are and where the stigmas are, because it's just healthcare. It's the science of our bodies. We should be able to talk about it all. Right. And so, and I do, and whatever it is, whether it's, you know, um, you know, gastric health or reproductive health or our hair, uh, mental health, whatever it is, whatever people want to talk about, pregnancy, childbirth, lactation, um, we'll talk about all of it. This is so awesome. And it's so easy to go onto your website and fill out the template to get to utilize your services and in person. And with the telehealth method, let's talk about technology. So how is technology implemented so that telemedicine and telehealth can take place for someone interested in petitioning say the VA to authorize you as their primary care with the new choice plan and cares act. I wish they could, but unfortunately they can't. And here's why I wish they could, but let's, so let me get out my little activist soapbox and I'll set it right here 
And, and I'll share with you why I can't be your PCP if a federal payer is yours. And a federal payer means Medicare, Medicaid, TRICARE, or VA, it's illegal. So, mm. so I am cash pay only. We have broken all the way free from the system. America's Favorite Doctor as a brand promotes cost transparency and uh, access to care for anyone, anytime, anywhere that I'm licensed, which is all 50 states plus DC. But there are some laws in place that say that if you are a federal, if you are covered by a federal payer, Medicare, Medicaid, TRICARE, VA. Right. I cannot cash pay charge you for something that they would cover you to have done. Oh, I see. And well, to reason, learn more. <laughs> yeah, right. And the reason why it is that complicated. And the reason why I am not enrolled or credentialed with these providers, it's not because they don't reimburse well. They reimburse, they reimburse more than I charge. So I actually lose money not taking insurance because it's not about money for me, right? It's about cost transparency and access to care. But it's because they then overlord you and they have high standards for what you have to do that is not necessarily in line with what I would like to do for my hmm. patients and what I believe to be the standard of care. So, and it's not just that I believe it, it's that I read the science, I can see what's there, I can yes. see what the options are, and I want to freely take care of patients without having to worry whether the insurance company is going to approve it or not. I see. So the VA will never make me your PCP, and I wouldn't want them to because then I lose the ability to be who I am as your doctor. So it's it's cash pay right now, but technically, um, technically in the strictest sense of the law, if I find out that a patient is Medicare, Medicaid, TRICARE, or VA, I, I shouldn't and can't um, take care of them because I'm yeah. charging them cash for something that their insurance company would cover. Of course. Well, I thank you for that transparency. And that's that military realm of ethics, morals, and esprit de corps. Yep. We just have it innately that we just don't work that way. And I really appreciate that transparency. That was an amazing PSA for your services, America's Favorite Doctor. And so if you're interested in getting to know what telemedicine is, it's a dial-up session. So you just download an app or so to have your meetings with your clients, correct? Yeah, so I actually have an e electronic health record, or sometimes we say EHR, it's called Push Health. And I love that one because it's very simple. Again, they leave so many choices in my hands to choose how to take care of you I see. instead of the system kind of dictating what I have to do. And so when you log in, you sign up, we can do a lot of it chat-based. We can order labs for you if we want to. We have intake forms. I have a whole staff. I have nurses, LPNs, um, MAs, admin assistants, and there, and you can see who they are. You'll get to talk to them too. It's just like going into a real world clinic, but it's online. And oh, so we yeah. handle everything in the way that it needs to be handled. And um, if you need paperwork or phone calls or whatever, we do all of that. And we do video visits too. This is really great. Thanks, Dr. Purdy. And what's so great is that the prescriptions can arrive at your door, correct? Yep. You can have them shipped or you can um, pick it up at a local pharmacy. It's really up to you. This is amazing. 50 states of accessibility. What are you most proud of in your career that you were able to accomplish with a team or by yourself that has actually come to pass in your career? Oh, goodness. I, I would say 
you, the, the thing that is most fulfilling to me, it's yeah. not something that I've accomplished, but it's that I can already see the legacy being left. I operate under the military mentality of I need to leave it better than I found it. Right. Because, you know, you go into a job, you have three years to do something and then you leave. And so even though I know I'm doing this for more than three years, I still have that mentality of mm -hmm. it, it needs to be excellent. I must strive for improvement. We've got to make this work and leave a legacy for those who come after me. So yes. I have recently discovered that the impact that I have had on clinicians and businesses who have come after me, there's actually two generations that I know of. Of, of clinicians that have left those, you know, hospital jobs, a lot of them are veterans too, and come into the telehealth realm to do what's best for themselves and their families. Yes. And so seeing how there's people who I've mentored and then they've gone on and mentored other people. And there's this whole movement of clinicians who are finding their happiness. That That is the most impactful thing to me because the ripple effect of that you're talking about families and children and spouses and jobs and communities that are all being positively impacted, not to mention the patients, plus yes. all the patients that they're helping. Yes. I mean, it's just a huge shockwave of a ripple effect of how impactful my one transition has been. You know, that, yeah. that, that's what's most meaningful to me. So you're the catalyst to a movement that is currently evolving and will continue to evolve. That's yep. incredible. That's so incredible. Thanks for spending time <laughs> with us today on this episode. We want to show how your tangents or tentacles are now spawning from your new social media telehealth brand of the America's Favorite Doctor. And let's start with giving back and partnering, collaborations with other veterans and military members. How does that make you feel? And with an air on the pageant that came to pass with founder Calvin Hill of the Mr. and Mrs. Military pageant and showcase. Oh my gosh. Isn't it, amazing? I, it was so fun. That's where we met. It was just, you said three weeks ago, that's where we met. And I, I love seeing veterans are people of impact. Yes. We go to the military because we want to serve and make an impact. We get out of the military. We still need to make an impact. It's, it's inherent in us to make an impact. Yes. And so meeting Calvin and his family, his precious wife and daughter and grandbaby and all of the veterans that were there either in the pageant or attending. I mean, it is it is the neatest thing because you feel temporarily when you separate from the service, or at least I feel and other people have shared with me that they felt that mm -hmm. that camaraderie and that that brotherhood or sisterhood is is disconnected. Yes. You feel a sense of loss. Yes. But it's not. We're all still here. We're just wearing different clothes and have some different hair, <laughs> Longer hair. Uh, different oh nails too. Yes. But we're all still there and we can still connect and share that community and brotherhood and warrior ethos and all those things that they teach you. It's all still there, but we have to find each other and yeah. find a common mission, which in this case was the Mr. And Mrs. Military Organization pageant. We didn't even know each other, but came together and like, you know, made this mission possible. It's just the beginning. That pageant was fiery and it was just really fun. We all laughed. It, it was, was like a team production and you could just see it being birthed. The first one, I'm so happy for Calvin. In fact, I met him years and years ago serving at the VA and helping veterans um, with claims and retirees and just being about it. And after his 22 years in the Navy, we had had our radio interview prior to the production and he was just so excited. He's like, Christina, I don't know what to do because I shelved this project for six years and then 
and it was supposed to occur in 2022 and you had my back and now it's 2023. Can you come down on short notice? And I did what you're doing for me tonight. Of course, I'll take a plane and I'll yes. drive down to San Diego. And I did. And you did. And so I just want to thank you that we are the band of sisters and brothers. We thank our sisters and brothers in arms. And with every show, we talk about the chalk. That's today's vocabulary word, ma'am. We'll just talk about our previous guest. He was also at the pageant. He came uh -huh. on the Christina Silva show. You remember Jordan Michael Martinez, the candidate oh, yes. made <laughs> the American flag. He yeah. says, Happy National Doctors' Day to you, by the way. Oh, we were talking, it was like, we were all competing because we were like so warrior diehard. We all wanted to win and be crowned king or yeah. queen of the Mr. and Mrs. Military pageant. And he yeah. says, but you know what I found? It's more about the experience and being better about myself and doing yeah. something completely out of my realm of cinematography, paratrooping and being airborne or whatever. <laughs> and he just loved it. And so because of you, that came to pass. So thank you for that night. Being a judge, we're not supposed to judge when we're good people, right? We want to <laughs> no. So but it was fun. It was, wasn't it? Amy yes. Forsyth says we're all winners and we are, but yes. tell us about what you looked for in each candidate and what was eccentric and unique about each of the contestants. Oh my goodness. I, 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 I don't even know. I wanted it to be one of those things where everybody won and got a trophy because they all yes. have this really unique impact that they are giving to the world. Yes. And I, you know, I, I, I wanted, I wanted all of them to win, but what I did in my seat as the judge was I found myself putting, putting myself back in those shoes of being a soldier. For me, it was an officer, but it doesn't really matter being a soldier and what it feels like to to be in and to be in the moment and still want to have something else that you want to do. And, def, you know, defi breaking stigma, defying the odds, breaking the glass ceiling, being true to yourself, not letting the army get in the way of some other things that life has for you, because sometimes life has other things for you, even after you've signed the dotted line. Oh, yeah. And that's hard to hear if you feel <laughs> driven towards something. Right. Right. That you can't. It's hard to hear okay. if you can't. And so I think that that was the lens that I was coming from is what is the impact? Yeah. What what have they overcome to get to where they are right now? And yeah. then what is the future potential that this person is going to go and put into the world? And the answer was all of them. <laughs> but right. We, we had to pick we had to pick one. This is so incredible. I remember every single happy highlight from that evening where Riley, T-Jack, and C.J. Claude Riddick Jr. of the Navy became the first king and queen at the pageant. And now to have you with an extended time to become friends and build our relationship to show everyone about telehealth and the potential possibilities there are to pay cash to get treatment your way, veterans and the world will just love it and love you like I do. Tell us about, in closing, the Purdy Telemedicine, What, Why, and How with Dr. Laura Purdy Show. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely, uh, you, know what's, you know what's funny is that when you're good and you do good and you're putting good into the world, it attracts so much back to you. Yeah. And all I know is this, because will there be a show? I'm sure that there will be. What are we going to do? Everything we possibly can. The, but the point is to me, 
is I, I want to reach people. I want to make impact and I want to deliver the message. And there are a few messages to deliver, right? Access yes. to care, empowering women, empowering veterans, right. um, empowering physicians to come out and find their sunshine, right? The message needs to be told. And yes. however, whatever form, and then at the same time, we're educating patients too, whatever they want to know. In the meantime, if they want to know, how do I get sleep in menopause? I'll answer that question too. Come on, let's go empower women while we talk about <laughs> sleeping in menopause. But whatever form that is, if it's a podcast, if it's a TV show, if, it, if it's coming on incredible shows like yours and doing it here, I will, um, I will voice my message everywhere I possibly can, as loud as I can to all the people that I possibly can, because that is America's favorite doctor. That's the whole point. Yes. The brand is just a message that, that we're putting out. And it's with the power of social media that we can see more and more of you bright and early live from my hometown. Thank you so much for coming on tonight to inspire us and let us know all that you have going on and all that is to come in the future. And also we want to end the show with telling you our word of the day. Chalk is not only on a chalkboard when you were learning to become a clinician and ace it in the army. A chalk is a battalion. It's a squadron of U.S. Army paratroopers and those that are trained in the air to jump to defend our nation. A chalk. Every Christina Silva show, we also say God bless America. But this time, we also want to thank moms and dependent military families for their service as ancillary supporters that go through the trials and changes of pregnancy leave, bereavement, deployments, and also promotions. This is the Christina Silva Show, and tonight we're educating our veterans live with Dr. Laura Purdy, and you'll get to download the MP3 and watch this live feed forever because of the power of the internet. And don't forget to stop by her website to make your appointment to learn more about your treatments of the future. Dr. Purdy, share with us a few highlights for what's coming up in your world and how beautifully you looked on the cover of Glamour magazine and what it meant to you. <laughs> well, I, so thank you for reading the issue. The, the Glamour issue really was about women empowerment, beauty, yes. and accepting your body at every age in whatever way that means to you. And I got to talk a little bit about my philosophy on parenthood as well, and that was really impactful. Yes. So it, it feels good to see that because when I see it, I know that I'm putting it out there for other people to see. My kids yes. can read that in the future and say, wow, that's what my mom was about. That's exactly. huge. That's huge to me. Yes. Um, what's coming next? Is that what you said? What, yes, the other part of that question? Well, um, I'm releasing a supplement line. So I'll be talking about the supplement line a little bit more on social media over the coming weeks. My website will be revamped with a whole new launch and a bunch of other ways to get a hold of me. Okay, <laughs> um, there will be a podcast circuit and a keynote speaking circuit this year. So if you would like to come hear me speak or you want me to be on your show, you know, come and find me. That's, that's what we're doing this year is we're just putting the message out there in as many outlets as we possibly can. Um, it's very exciting. You look excited and completely in your zone. I'm so proud to have you today. And so is the audience all around the world. Take a look at Dr. Laura Purdy's accomplishments on Instagram. It's easy to find her because it's the at symbol America's favorite doctor, just like on the screen. And every week you can hear us on the variety channel of Voice America, reaching 360 countries and over 3 million listeners. I'm sure the show will have great ratings and we'll talk to you next time. Happy Easter and be safe. Thank you, Dr. Purdy. Thank you, Christina. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good night.
Thank you for tuning in this week to The Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.